0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 203 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Shenanigans and hoof savers. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible.
0: And some of them are Kentucky Performance Products, scientifically proven supplements for your horse, and Equestrian Collections, the whole universe of equestrian shopping, at your fingertips. You can find all of them at StableScoop.com.
2: Bringing the news through hail, hot water while using their tails as a roan fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop cause It's time again for stable school.
0: Stable school. Stable school. Stable school. I am still after two hundred and three episodes, Glenn the Geek.
1: And I am still Helena B. In fact, <clears throat> today is a very special day for Why? Helena B. Well, um, on this day, many, many, many moons ago, I came into the world—a giggling and a squirming. Is this your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I sure didn't is. see that
0: on Facebook. Uh,
1: well. Because technically we're taping before my birthday, but the show airs on my birthday. Oh,
0: I get it. Yes, we're taping a day ahead. So, well, happy birthday a day ahead. I'll be the first one. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. 29 again. Wow.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Although I don't, I'm don't, i not looking too good for 29. I...
0: <laughs> you look great.
1: <laughs> thank you. I just saw you
0: over the summer. You're looking great.
1: Uh, you know, I'm working on it. Although I did step on the scale today, and I ha- I hate to admit that... um. All that lovely weight that I lost last year before I tore my ACL. The diet's not working
0: great? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it's creeping right back
0: on me. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? Me too. I had the <sighs> same issue. Although I get yeah, get out down here a lot more and and get to ride my bike a lot more. Thank God, by the way, we don't live in Lexington anymore, where it's over 100 today and supposed to be 104 again on Saturday, and it's been over 100 the last three weeks.
1: I have been keeping an eye on that because um, I've got all the – the towns where I have people I, I love, where they live, and their weather, you know, programmed into my, my computer. And I've been keeping an eye on what's happening in Lexington, and it's pretty miserable. And, of course, I've been keeping an eye on what's happening in Ocala as well, just in case we ever decide to move there someday.
0: High 80s, low 90s, it's been beautiful. Now, the only thing is we had that little tropical storm that went through and dumped 20 inches of rain. But uh, you know what happened after that? You know what we're dealing with now, which we hadn't had since we moved here. So it, it's, been, it's been almost Id- idyllic since we moved here. Yeah. Now the mosquitoes are out, and mm. they are ravenous. Of course, we've had mosquitoes where – Pennsylvania, we had terrible mosquitoes. But uh, the mosquitoes are definitely out here. Poor Beaker is uh, – Needed a new kind of. We had to switch fly sprays to one a little stronger.
1: One a little stronger, yeah. the high high test, yes, high test yes. stuff. <laughs> it's well, I read something very interesting about the tropical storm that you guys experienced recently, and that was tropical storm Debbie is actually responsible for the cooler temperatures because this funky heat wave that's sort of trapped in the mid uh, middle U.S. and the southern states. Um, I guess typically the jet stream moves pretty briskly from west to east. And then in the summer months, it sort of meanders a little bit more north and south than in, in the other months where it goes more you know, in a straight line. So these weather systems, this heat is just hanging out. It's sort of trapped over uh, like the middle Atlantic states, Virginia, D.C., Kentucky, uh, Alabama, but Tropical Storm Debbie has given you guys relief because the moisture absorbs that heat energy out of the air, uh-huh. therefore making your ambient temperature cooler. Huh. Right. It's just like evaporating when you sweat or you, you mist yourself. The water absorbs the heat energy, therefore cooling you down.
0: So that's why through we, evaporation. we have been cooler than the rest of the country.
1: That's <laughs> in exactly Florida,
0: why. Yes. Which is unheard of.
1: Yes. And, you know, thinking about it in general, because Florida does experience rain regularly, you know, those afternoon thunderstorms you get, you will, I mean, yes, it gets hot in Florida, but you at least have that release valve of the moisture, which can then take that heat out of the air.
0: And it is true. And the other thing we have is we're a very narrow state and we have bodies of water on both sides. So. Right. Uh, you know we have the ocean and the Gulf, and that helps keep it cooler. As a matter of fact, uh, people who lived here for years says very, very rarely does it get over 100 degrees ever. Yeah. Uh, because of the ocean and the Gulf. Um, now it seems like you can go in the water in the Gulf sometimes, and it feels like 100 degrees. It feels like bathwater. I mean, it's warm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's weird. But uh, yeah, so you, I have to congratulate you on two things: one, your birthday, and two, your new horse. Yes, yes, I am
1: expecting a you new fella in. I found one. I, I found a lovely little gelding who is due uh, Monday. He'll be coming in on Monday. His name is Brody, and he is a 15-hand Appaloosa something or other. Not quite sure That's not what he's mixed not a common name, is it? Brody? Brody for a horse. It's, not, it's, it's been changed several times. Yeah, okay. I have a vague history of where he came from. Uh, what I'm told is that he began his life somewhere as a working beast, a, a true working beast. And then um, a woman who was into Appaloosa's bought him and had him for quite a while. And his son, her son trail rode him or rode him to school every day. I don't know what he did with the horse when he got to school, but apparently that was the kind of backyard pet he was. Then he, she sent him to auction. She sent him to auction because he was a little too obsessed with her mare. Now, she was, quote, unquote, into Appaloosas. I don't know if she bred them or she just liked them a whole lot. But she had one. She had a mare. And Brody was, I don't know, too hard on her, too obsessed with her. Whatever the reason was, he went to auction. A trail riding business picked him up. Thank goodness, instead of the slaughter truck. So trail riding business picked him up. Um and do what they do with trail riding horses. They keep them for a couple of seasons and then they clean house at the end, you know, like in the fall or something.
0: And well, it should mean he's broke to death though.
1: Uh, well, yeah, you you'd think. Yeah. So and then this um this and woman who's pink. Does, he's pink, he has pink lips. Oh, he's pink he has, all over. <laughs> he's not pink, he's like a think Cremillo. He's think pink. Cremillo. Leave him alone. He's not pink. <laughs> His the nose Color is very of
0: my pink. bathroom sink and toilet,
1: pink. His nose is very pink. Yes, and so when I told my, I mean, this talk about like bad reasons for buying a horse. I told my husband, um, "This is the horse that I want." He said, "Well, what's his name?" I said, "Brody," and his first connection was, um, "Well, that's some bad hat, Harry, Chief Brody from Jaws, which is like our
0: all-time favorite oh, movie." I knew I heard that name somewhere before.
1: Chief Brody. And we love Roy Scheider. Love, 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 love him. You know, not just in that movie, but everything he's ever done. And so Peter thought it was just like the coolest thing since sliced bread that the horse's name was Brody. So, of course, I'm like, well, (laughs) then I have to get
0: him. Do you know, uh, I just looked it up for you on thinkbabynames.com. And Brody is of Irish and Gaelic origin. And do you know what it means? (laughs) No, I don't. You don't want
1: to. Oh, come on. What does it mean? Please don't tell me dirt eater or something.
0: (laughs) Close. It means ditch. Oh, E-I-T-C. God.
1: <laughs> well, maybe it means we'll be jumping ditches. Uh, now, maybe that means he'll be a good fox. Well, under. now,
0: it also in Irish possibly is related to brathair, which means brother. Okay. So, let's go with brother rather than ditch.
1: We'll go with brother. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with brother.
0: It's not a very popular name either, by the way.
1: No. Uh, so, he, he seems like a pretty... Steady guy. Um, he's got a little bit of a, a wheeze. He's got a little bit of a cough, which may or may not be allergies. But I did have my vet come out and do a pre-purchase exam on him. And we're fully aware of what may or may not be issues. I mean, he's 13 years old, so he's going to have something. But, well, I um, think that's
0: perfect for you, a horse that's been used for trail riding. He's 13 years old. He should be, you know, pretty much spook-proof. Um,
1: well, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> but we'll, we'll try it out. We'll see.
0: All right. Well, good luck with that. We'll be anxious to see pictures. You have to post them on Stable Scoop's Facebook page.
1: I will. I will document his arrival and his settling in. And, and I have no idea what's going to happen. We've got the pony here and Zeke. I'm going to have to keep them all separate. And, uh, yeah. So, well, I'm, you, I'm
0: excited, though. You did the interview for today, too. And uh, just to let everybody know what's going on today. And you know how we've always said with this show that uh, that every horse person has a story. Well, you've... You found somebody, uh, you found a horse person with a story.
1: Uh, She's got many stories. Um, Sissy Finn is a friend and fellow fox hunter. Uh, We met through the myopia hunt a number of years ago. And she's like, she's just like me. We we feel like we were twins separated at birth. And um, just like me, Calamity sort of follows her around (laughs) But she's such a good-natured soul. She's always the optimist. And she does get herself into some shenanigans. And, uh, but that just means she's got good stories to tell. So this, this latest one is kind of funny. And I don't know if your listeners out there can relate to it or not. But I can relate to it because I'm, I tend to be a little calamitous myself. But uh, Sissy got on um, the wrong horse one day. Yep. She went in, loaded him up in the trailer, went to go get on him, and suddenly realized she was on the wrong horse.
0: Where well, we are uh, going to take a break here for uh, Equestrian Collections Product of the Week, and then we're going to come back and have your interview. I love her name, Sissy Finn. Sounds Sissy like a Finn. movie star.
1: You, she could be a movie star. She could Sissy be a movie Finn. star. She's got, much, she's got that much entertainment factor.
0: All right. let's, well, let's take a listen right after this commercial. Hi, Glenn the Geek here and I'm with Debbie from Equestrian Collections and we're here to this week to talk about chat.
2: Yes, uh, we are always so happy to hear from our customers, and we have a feature on our website called Live Chat. If you click on any product, you'll see an orange button that says Live Chat. Just click on that, and one of our friendly customer service reps will be at the end of the line, and you can um, chat. It's it's just like talking with your fingers back and forth to us. Um, you can always call us, of course, at toll-free 872 4415. We're here from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, Eastern time. But if for some reason you're on your computer and you don't you're necessarily want to... Uh, yes, you're at work. work. <laughs> and you don't want to be talking on the phone, you can just live chat with us and we'll be happy to help you there. We, are, we try and be here for our customers anytime and any way they want. You can also email us at customer service at com. We always respond to those within 24 hours of... Um, Business days of getting those emails, and usually it's much quicker than that. So now, please come chat with us.
0: Now, years ago, when the live chat first came out uh, for websites like this, not many people use it. Has it become more and more popular now?
2: Yes, absolutely. And it, we talk to people all all the time. And of course, when it gets to be the holiday time, we're yeah. chatting and talking at the same time. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> talking on the phone and talking with our fingers at the same time. So it is very convenient for our customers, and um, we always answer. Very very quickly if there's any problem if you don't hear back from us immediately then there's something wrong with the connection so click out and click back in again because we are there as long as it's nine to five eastern time
0: and what's nice is you'll find a live chat button on any of the product pages just over there on the right so just click
2: yeah we look forward go. we look forward to chatting with you soon thank you
0: that's equestriancollections.com And now to Helena's interview with Sissy Finn and all of her wild stories. But I uh, wanted to warn everybody that the sound, qu- Helena did this on her own. And when you <laughs> let Helena do something on her own, it doesn't always turn out well, like she said. Glenn! So this is the <laughs> He's right, but he didn't have to point it out. <laughs> so the sound isn't absolutely perfect, but it's very, le- it's very audible. You can hear it. And it was a good interview. So we appreciate Helena taking the time out to do it.
3: I am well. How are you?
1: I'm great now that I have my old buddy back on the show and we can catch <laughs> up on all the shenanigans that you've been up to. <laughs> Always something. You you do have shenanigans, let's face it.
3: Yes. Yes, I do. They're good. cheese shenanigans, yes. shenanigans.
1: Me. You're like, I was just, I, I was, of course... For our regular Stable Scoop listeners, I have guests on, but you know when we get them on the phone, it's not always the first time we talk to them, so Sissy and I were kind of planning on what we were going to talk about today, and she's definitely got a good story to, to share with everyone, but while we were trying to prep for the show, someone's knocking on my door, her phone is ringing, all kinds of horse stuff is going on, so we thought we would just invite you guys in to... If we were sitting around with a cup of coffee in the feed room, this is the conversation we'd be having right now. So just sit back, put your feet up, and listen to the two of us just chew the rag about what just happened. We're going to start out with, um, well, sissy shenanigans for, should we
3: say, for the week? Yeah, I guess for the week. <laughs> well, what
1: happened? You went out hunting, and what? You, you, who did you hunt?
3: Well, the plan was that I was uh, going out to hunt on my favorite horse, uh, which is Johnny, uh, St. Johnsbury. He is what we like to call a cocktail and cigarette horse, the best hunting horse around. You just have to sit atop him. You don't even have to ride him. And so I went to the barn in the morning, and it was was pouring, pouring, pouring out. And I pulled him out of the stall. There are three horses up at the barn. I pulled him out of the stall. I put him on the cross ties. I got them all packed up. Um, my friend Tammy came by with her trailer to pick me up, pouring rain still. We load him on the trailer, and she says to me, Gee, sissy, you know, he Johnny looks great. I said, Yeah, doesn't he look great? So off we go to the meet. We now, get what to is the Johnny? What, what is he? He's a... Oh, Johnny is a, a very typical-looking bay thoroughbred okay. uh, with no socks, no stripes, no snips, no nothing. He's just a bay thoroughbred. Um So we uh, go off to the meet, Um, we park the trailer, and as we park the trailer, the huntsman is unloading the hounds, and he blows the horn. And who I think is Johnny, puts his head straight up in the air, and he's very excited. And I thought to myself, geez, I I thought I rode the hell out of you yesterday. You shouldn't be this excited to go out hunting today. However, maybe you're catching the second wind. All right, let's do this. My friend Candy unloads her horse. Johnny is in the trailer. He's all jiggity around. He's so excited. I'm backing out. Still pouring, pouring rain. Why are we even going hunting? But it's still pouring rain. Because you're a diehard. That's why. You're a diehard. Yeah, and I'm going to digress for a minute. The reason that we were going to rally on this pouring rain is because this particular meat was leaving from uh, our old master's property, and we just lost him over the winter. So out of respect for Don Little, we decided, well, you know what? He would rally in the rain. We have to put on our barbers, and we have to go hunting in the rain. So, Yeah, he would. Yeah, right. So anyway, so I get up the trailer. He's still his head high up in the air, and I tighten up his girth. And generally, all I have to do is bring him back to the wheel well of the trailer and hop on him because, after all, he is the cocktail and cigarette horse. No need to have to do anything special. I was trying to get on him, and he wouldn't let me do my usual thing on the wheel well. Um, so I asked the guy in the field if he could hold him so I could, you know, get a leg up because he was not going to let me get on him. And he said, sure. So he grabbed Johnny um, by the reins, and up I went. And when I went, as soon as my leg went over and I sat down in the saddle, I looked down, and there's one spot on this horse. He's just a base or a red, but there is one white dot on the very top of his wither, And as I sat in the saddle, I looked down, and there was no spot. And it occurred to me (laughs) that I, in fact, had the wrong horse. (laughs) There are three horses. Well, so anyway, I promptly swung my leg back over because I was actually sitting on Captain, who I have no interest in hunting because he is no cocktail and cigarette horse.
1: (laughs) No, and in fact, he's like the anti-Johnny. He's like Mr. Rocket Chip,
3: isn't he? He has a lot of go, and I like a lot of woe. So we would not make a good pair out in the hunt field. Um, so I hopped off them, and uh, everybody, the hounds actually were just about to move off, so everybody kept saying, Sissy, where, what are you doing? Get on your horse. We're going. And I said, oh, I, I, I've I, got the wrong horse. And they're like, what are you talking about? You've got the wrong horse. Um, and 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 meanwhile, everybody's saying, Wow. Johnny looks great. Like I walked by a few people. Wow, he looks great. You've really lugged him up nice this year. And I'm like, yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? <laughs> um, so there's this one gal. She's a trainer around here, Jenny Berryman. Um, she's an Australian gal, and she looked over at me. <laughs> who who tied that horse up and brought it to you? Who would bring you the wrong horse? And I said, yeah, that would be me, Jenny. <laughs> I went in the barn. I took him out of the stall. I tacked him up, put him on the trailer, and brought him all the way here. And he's the wrong horse, but this is just another day in my life. So I loaded him back on the trailer. Everybody went off hunting, and Johnny and I went home. Or not Johnny and I. Captain and Captain I went and home. you went home, and you right. had a cocktail and, and a cigarette. <laughs> well, I wouldn't like to, but the, it, so I get back to the barn, and it, it, I'm thinking, I'm losing it. How on earth could I have bought the wrong horse? Well, Johnny and Captain are the only two geldings in the barn. And there's one mare, Tava. And they were fighting over Tava through the the stall. Okay. So somebody had moved Captain to the other side and put Johnny over so that the barn, you know, would be quieter and they wouldn't be fighting. But it didn't occur to me that the horse that I'm riding wouldn't be in a stall. And Captain is also a typical-looking bay thoroughbred yeah. with no markings and as you know helena this is my first experience with thoroughbreds i've got big draft horses yeah. so a bay thoroughbred is a bay thoroughbred to me <laughs>
1: until <laughs> so, until captain
3: until i got on well i knew something was awry but you know i didn't go hunting and uh everybody's got a really good laugh about that but only 50 so fans could bring the wrong horse to meet.
1: Only it's the adventure the see the people, and I said the shenanigans of Sissy Finn. I honestly and the girl's a saint too, you know, it's not like she's an idiot. We we I call her Sister Finn because she is she is very saintly very very many times. But you know, I bet there's a couple people out there shaking their heads or nodding their heads going, Oh my god, that happened to me too. I mean if they were it's one thing for markings or if they're really different in size, but you're right. I I mean I'm that way with chestnuts. I can't tell one chestnut apart from another, whether they have, right. you know, white markings or chrome or, or not. Um, and then forget about it. A, a bait thoroughbred, I, I would be definitely on the wrong horse.
3: And so... Well, the crazy... Oh, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. The crazy thing
3: was... The crazy thing is that all the tacks fit him perfectly. I didn't have to move one strap. One any Everything fit exactly like it was Johnny.
1: Well, you would think, yeah, if you're girthing up the horse and you're like, well, wait a minute, the girth doesn't fit right or, you know, there's an extra wrinkle in his mouth from the bit or something. Nothing gave nope. it away. Nothing. Nope. Except until you got there, until you heard the
3: hounds. And it's, it's like I got on him and I was like, oh dear, this is <laughs> definitely the wrong horse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> rocket propelled captain
3: Well, I should have just said uh, my horse threw a shoe I will not be hunting today I will see you all at the stirrup cup afterwards but then that what would we have to talk
1: about at the stirrup cup afterwards <laughs> honestly and what would we have to talk about at the hunt ball and at the tease you need to do something like this every week and I have a feeling it's not going to be hard <laughs> thanks Elena. Yeah. well you know we've been around the block together since she's been my wing girl many 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 times as I go horse yeah. shopping we have we we've, we've gotten ourselves out of a couple of sticky situations together. So, um, yes. just knock on wood that they're all safe shenanigans.
3: That's true. Well, for the most part, yes, yeah,
1: for the exactly. <laughs> now, okay, so we have some other things to talk about too. We, catching up here in the real horse lives um, of the women of HRN. You also had a really nice experience recently with um, actually an organization that we've had on Stable Scoop once before. Uh, A couple of episodes ago, or maybe it was a couple of months ago, we did um, a segment on carriage horses in New York City. And we covered both sides of the debate, but one of the organizations that came on to talk with us was uh, one of the founders of Blue Star Equiculture. And they're based in western Massachusetts, and they, um, they're very experienced in draft horses and carriage horses. And you recently had a really good experience with them. Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I had bought a horse um, last year, a draft horse from Michigan, who I was going to make what I thought was I was going to make him into a fox hunter. And uh, he came to me, and he was lovely and one of the bravest horses I've ever sat on. Um, but he ended up having heaves pretty bad so he really wasn't going to be able to keep up with everybody um actually he wasn't even going to keep up hilltopping because because he would really get going so you know we tried to figure out what to do with this horse um didn't want to send him kind of you know out into the world we wanted to find him a good spot so we called blue star because at one time in his life he had been a working horse and they take all kinds of horses that have worked in any capacity in their lives and he definitely was a, a uh, um, probably a field horse at one time, plowing fields. Um, so I called Pam at Blue Star and you know to see if she might be able to take him. And of course, she they always have room for a good horse, and um, they did take him. And the the day that he arrived at Blue Star, they called the UMass Amherst um, Mounted Police Unit. To come out and take a look at them. UMass, is the they,
1: University of Massachusetts, and it's, a, it's yeah. a big. They have a big agricultural school. They have a um, a really nice program. So they Stockbridge is their um, pre vet school. So it's a, it's yep. a huge resource out there in Western Mass. Sorry, go ahead. So U-
3: University of Mass, they come. Get so them. they called. Yeah, they called up uh, UMass and called the Mounted Unit, and they came and looked at them in Palmer at Boostar. And the gal that came out and looked at him really liked him and said, yeah, we'd really like to try him for a month, um, you know, to see if he's going to be a good fit for our unit. And, of course, Blue Star said, absolutely, <clears throat> take him and uh, give him a whirl. Two days later, they called Blue Star back and said, we don't want to wait for 30 days. Um, we'd like to add him to our unit. So he is now one of the mounted police courses up at UMass. So he's landed in a pretty good spot. So considering I, that he didn't become fox hunter. He'd get a much better job now.
1: And, uh, you know, I have to say that Sissy has a knack for plucking horses out of less than ideal situations. Um, that's the diplomatic way of putting it, whether they're from private owners or from some rescue organizations, um, which I think is really, uh, I think that's really admirable. And then sometimes, you know... Let's face it, we all want riding horses. Um, not everybody has the space or the money to keep a horse uh, for its retirement. We want to ride them. And so I think it's really nice that Sissy plucks these horses out of kind of crappy situations. And if they don't work out, you work really hard, Sissy, to find a good match for the horse. And I think in this case, you are just absolutely elated. I mean, I was with you when you got that call. Um that they yep. wanted to keep him, I mean what a brigadier, the bravest horse you ever met, and he's now part of the UMass mounted unit it, it doesn't yep. really get any better than that in terms yep. for it's- the human for us, the people who want to see these horses go to good, useful, comfortable lives
3: yeah, yeah the the gal that i um talking to you when we were trying to do this segment um was, she's one of the police officers, and she was telling me that Brigadier is actually some of the things they're asking him to do. He is outshining the horses that have been there for quite some time. So oh. he really is brave. Like uh, I was telling you, I was telling you that um, he's, you know, going through like the training for the the fire extinguishers and you know the the loud noises and the all that stuff and he's going up and down staircases and just crazy stuff but he's just so brave and, and just he's a good solid citizen he's a big boy but boy he, he's a good boy
1: well that's that's all he needs to do is be big and brave and that's the perfect <laughs> that's the, those are the perfect qualifications for a mounted police horse I think so um, I'm really 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 glad to hear that I'm clapping quietly at my desk here so, well, congratulations to, uh, to Brig and UMass Mounted Unit and Blue Star Ecoculture and to Sissy for helping find Brigadier a great new home. And, you know, do you think you'll come back on and um, tell us about some of the other shenanigans you've got going on? Oh, sure. it's something new every day, Helena. Is there is something new every day. I also have to say, we, we're going to check in with Sissy regularly, too, because she is, in addition to being a regular fox hunter up uh, in New England, she's also a great supporter of polo, which is um, it's a sport that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's sort of dwindling these days. And, you know, those of us who are into all horse sports really want to keep every one of those going as much as we can. So Sissy's been a supporter of polo, and um, she's actually, for the first time, purchased a tailgate spot uh, up at Gibney Field, which is uh, at Myopia Hunt Club, and is really starting to shine in her new position as professional tailgater. (laughs) So we're going to get some photos of your tailgate spot, Sissy. We're talking like fresh flowers and all kinds of style at the edge of the polo field. So uh, go to stablescoop.com and we'll get you some pictures of what Sissy's got going on in, in her tailgate spot. Uh, So you'll come back, yeah? You'll check in with us every now and again? Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Sissy, and uh, we will talk to you again real soon.
0: And now it is time for our Tack and Habit segment of the week. This Hack and Habit segment is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Choose Kentucky Performance Products supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. This week, I want to speak with you about Elevate Maintenance Powder. Horses consuming limited grass due to a busy competition schedule or because of diet restrictions may not be getting enough natural vitamin E. Horses in rigorous training, seniors, brood mares, and stallions often require additional levels of vitamin E to meet their needs. When you need a supplement with natural vitamin E, choose Elevate Maintenance Powder... Affordable, effective, and research-proven, Elevate Maintenance Powder's vitamin E is nature's most powerful antioxidant, protecting your horse on the cellular level. Elevate Maintenance Powder supports the strong immune system and healthy muscle function necessary for top performance. It's affordable and easy to feed, and you can learn more about this and all their products at kppusa.com. That's Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com.
1: So I've got hooves on the mind because Brody's hooves need a little attention. So I've been surfing the internet for all kinds of f- fun hoof products. And one of the things I came across is a product called Equifit Hoof Savers, which is, it's a pretty simple little product. It's nothing fancy. It's oh, essentially... Equifit's the company that set up two doors down from us at Ada every... Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. yes which, nice nice and people. Everything I own of theirs, I love. It, it, they're... The simplicity of the technology behind their products is what I think makes them fabulous. It's how they apply that technology that really puts them beyond some of the other companies. So the Equifit Hoof Saver is um, it's, it's sole support for your horse who might have um, is sore-footed, have a stone bruise, laminitic, uh, ab- recovering from abscesses, all kinds of icky, nasty things that make our horse's feet hurt. So this is that really cool space-aged Equifit foam, and it's designed to – you can press it right up to your horse's hoof, and then you trim any excess off, and it, it actually molds to the shape of their sole. And then you do – you have to wrap it. You can either duct tape it or vet wrap it on, but it allows them to stand on the sore or painful hoof way more comfortably than without it. It's really – that's it. That's all it is. It's super simple. <laughs>
0: That is super simple. So, so you just wrap it or you wrap it or put a boot over it.
1: You can put a boot over it like I use I always have medicine boots or um, you know, yeah, I guess you call it a medicine boot if I have to put any kind of packing or stuff like that on my horse's feet. So you can put this right inside the medicine boot or you can just basically press it onto the bottom of your horse's hoof. You can trim off any excess if your horse will let you do that. And um, then just for me, I like to use vet wrap because I I always take, any time I pack or wrap a hoof, I want to be able to easily take it off so I can check to make sure things are looking good. Um, so I just use that wrap.
0: All right. That's terrific. And it's it's not expensive, $27 a pair. And I assume you can reuse them over and over and over again.
1: You can reuse them over and over. I think sometimes, though, you might want to, um, it depends on how hard your horse is on them. You know, they're they're space-age material, but they're not impervious to horses' feet. So... Um, you get a couple of uses out of them. Let's put it that way. You can use them with medication. Um, they're good for preventative measures against foot ailments. Um, they're, they can be used as an alternative to hoof packing. And um, like another good, good reason to use them is for shows or for shipping long distances. Just kind of takes a little bit of that vibration out of the floor of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for twenty that's what I'm saying, for twenty-seven dollars, it's something really good to have in your first aid kit, you know, your horse kill kit. And of course, we love the Equifit foam. It has so many wonderful uses. It's just a, a logical progression of that technology.
0: All right, terrific. Well, thank you for that. And it's uh we can we'll put a link to it in our show notes at stablescoop.com as well. Equifit Huff Savers. Equifit, Who savers. And you have a follow-up report on a Tackin' Habit product that you talked about a while back.
1: Ugh, oh, I just love, love, love the H2Go bag. The H2Go bag. We talked about this a few episodes back, and it's basically a heavy-duty vinyl plastic bag that you that sits in your wheelbarrow, and it has a little cap on it, and you can fill it up with water. I think it's about 20 gallons of water, and... You you fill that up and you can cart your water out to your distant buckets or your garden or whatever you need to use it for. And uh, Glenn had read some reviews that said that this really wasn't. It was great for the first couple of gallons, but once you got to the bottom of the bag, it was kind of difficult to get the water out and so forth. I had no problems getting the last bit of water out into a bucket. Um, It filled up very easily. It capped very easily. It transported very easily, and it poured very easily. And when you got to the almost to the end of the the water, when it was almost empty, you just pick up the back of the bag and tilt it up into the bucket.
0: So it worked for you. You really liked it.
1: I loved it. <clears throat> I loved it, loved it, loved it. Yeah. And for nineteen ninety nine, 99 I will buy... If I had a big farm, I would definitely have five or six of these things.
0: Now, and do you think it depends on the shape of, of the wheelbarrow? Different shaped wheelbarrows or...
1: No, because I have – because the H2Go bag is sort of rectangular with rounded edges, and I put it in an oval wheelbarrow. Okay. So it wasn't an ideal fit. It comes with this little rubber mat. It's like a mesh rubber mat. In fact, you'll recognize it. Like a it. pad. It's like a no-slip pad. You, oftentimes, you can find this in like Walmart or Target. It's the piece of rubber that you put underneath area rugs so they don't slide. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much all it is. And it's a square of that that comes with the H2Go bag. You put that in the bottom of your wheelbarrow, and that prevents the bag from slipping.
0: Okay.
3: That so,
1: makes sense. you know, but, you know, I used it in a metal wheelbarrow and a plastic wheelbarrow, and I had no problems with slippage.
0: All right. Very good. Well, there's the follow up on the H2O bag. Uh, and uh, I think that's about it. But I have something fun I want to do before we close the show today. Okay. Have you ever, uh, and I saw, I've only thought of this earlier today. You know how on, when you're on Facebook on the right it says, uh, other people have liked this and you probably should too? Yeah. Well, there was one I thought, I've got to see how many likes that person, or person has that's not even with us anymore, and that's Michael Jackson. I thought, how many likes could Michael Jackson have? Do you know how many likes Michael Jackson has on his no. fan page? 50 no. million what yes now that got me to thinking what are the top 100 or top 10 facebook fan pages and you know of uh, businesses and things like that so that got me thinking do you want to take a guess of which one uh, who, who you think would be in the top 10 any guess
1: um no other than Michael afraid- jackson
0: obviously he is in the top 10
1: no, so this is these are this is the official Facebook top ten.
0: Yeah, by and it's on Facebook actually. This is the fan page list of the top Facebook fan pages.
1: Okay, go for it. Well, I'm fa- all right. Wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. All right. Lady Gaga.
0: Oh, let me look. Yes, Lady Gaga. Very good. Number seven. Lady Gaga oh. is number seven on the list with fifty-two million, just ahead of Michael Jackson. Actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, let me see if I can think of somebody else who would be on the top. Think oh, of, what? Think of what?
0: Okay, there's a couple musicians, a couple more musicians. Okay.
1: All right. Justin Bieber? You know, surprisingly,
0: no. He oh, is good. over 13 with 45 million. I mean, no, that's okay. not shabby, let's be honest.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so it was. Now, Lincoln Justin Jax.
0: Bieber has 45 million on Facebook and 24 million on Twitter. Wow. For a total of 69 million. Now, if you total it up, there's only a couple that are higher than him when you t- total both of those up. Okay. And one of them is a female singer, not Lady Gaga. I I
1: really, it's either got to, I, All right, let me I get, hope let me- it's, I hope it's Madonna.
0: No, Madonna's uh, further down on the list, actually. She's she's in the 20s someplace. Oh, no, okay. Number Madonna's like old news now. I know, she's old
1: news. <laughs> I was hoping it was her instead of like Jennifer Lopez.
0: Well, it's not Jennifer Lopez, although she could be on my top 10 list anytime, and I don't uh-huh. even care if she thinks. Number okay. 10, Harry Potter and the Deathly. Harry Potter oh, is up dang. there with $48 million, of course, because Harry Potter is just so popular. Um, number nine, Michael Jackson. We talked about that. Okay. Uh, now Michael Jackson only has a piddly 776,000 on, on Twitter. So, you know. Well, he, he's not doing much tweeting lately. Yeah, no, his tweeting has decreased. Uh, Sharika, or no, Shakira, sorry. Shakira, <laughs> Sharika. Shakira has, is next on that list at number eight with 52 million. Wow! Yeah, I did. That surprised me actually. Um, then Lady Gaga, and by the way, Lady Gaga has eighty million between the two services. Um, and then number six, The Simpsons. Yes, wow, The Simpsons. But it's been on for like twenty-five years. I'm a little um,
1: stunned, but okay.
0: Fifty-two million for The Simpsons, and then another musician, Rihanna, is at. F- and this one's surprised. You. Does that surprise you? Fifty-eight million for Rihanna.
1: Um, she's popular now, you know, and yeah. it's her demographic is on uh, is on Facebook.
0: Well, this one's going to blow you away, Eminem. T- number four on the list. I
1: Here's love that. Eminem. I, I I love him.
0: Fifty nine million. He has a total of seventy million between the two. That's number three good. on the list is one that you would kind of expect, and that's YouTube. Uh, YouTube is sixty million. Kind of YouTube, YouTube has its own Facebook page? Yeah, apparently I liked it. I didn't know that before. <laughs> apparently yeah. 60 million other people knew it. You and I didn't. Well, uh, they have their own Twitter account, too. Now, well, see, this
1: is funny because it's hard to guess who's on this list because it's a combination of people, places, and things. Yes, like,
0: well, number abstract two and... is going to blow your mind. blew my mind. Okay. Texas Hold'em Poker. $62 million. Texas Hold'em poker. Wow. <laughs> no,
1: no. Now oh and the, you know why? why? You know why? Because it's a game. Yes, it's a game. Still. They have thirty-three million monthly users.
0: Wow. That's amazing. That's
1: that is how addicted people are to online
0: games. But then I track. thought it would have been Farmville or one of those, you know. Um, you would have thought it would have been one of those, but you, and of course, number one on the list, which you would expect, is Facebook's own fan page, uh, oh. with, with almost seventy million. So, but okay. Facebook only has a measly four million Twitter followers.
1: Okay, well, I can tell you right now that I would follow. I would be a Facebook fan, a Facebook fan fan. Is that how, how you would say know. that? <laughs> I would like Facebook. <laughs> Because uh, to figure out what the heck is going on with all their uh, revisions, uh, their know. site changes. Oh, I
0: know, and it, it's uh, you know people are still mad about the whole timeline thing. Uh, it hasn't been terrific.
1: And they make they make changes on the sly. They have new releases. They don't. I can't find release notes anywhere, so I don't know what's changed. Yep, But it's free, so what are you going to do? Yeah, you that's can't right, complain. it's free. It's but free. those
0: are the top ten. Some surprises on that list and some that are, aren't surprises. But uh,
1: And Stable Scoop's not even close?
0: No, Stable Scoop's <laughs> not on the top 100, actually. I looked. Oh. Close to the top 100. Sorry. That's
1: okay. We'll get there someday. <laughs>
0: Well, that's it for this week, everybody. We have to uh, hop on out of here, and we'll be back next week with uh, more good stuff for you. Please, and make sure you,
1: you pay attention if you have bay thoroughbred or more than one bay thoroughbred in your barn. Pay close attention. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want to pull the wrong horse out. That's right, and uh, you know, good luck with the pink horse. Uh, you know, the last one I could say he was a, he was an Arab Standardbred saddlebred, and now now I can just call this one the pink horse.
1: Yeah, see he's his Arab sister now I can't even remember he uh, by the way he is amazing with his new owner they oh, love good. each other it's like they're married they are the they bring out the best in each other as a former horse owner I could not have asked for a better match of a horse of mine and his new owner
0: terrific well that's Just gotta terrific. say that good yeah very good well that was meant to be then
1: it was meant to be and hopefully pink horse will be meant to be as pink well
0: Brody Hank Birdie. That's well, good that's some that. bad hat, Harry. <laughs> Post pictures on our Facebook page, tablesweek.com. It'll make us number one, I'm sure, right past <laughs> Facebook.
1: <laughs> right as long as we pass Justin Bieber, I'll be alright.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, everybody.
1: Thanks everyone.